Uh, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be with you today. Uh, We have anticipated this for quite a few weeks, and uh, especially after last week being in Fargo, North Dakota, where it was minus 12, (laughs) your weather is a welcome change. We're also very excited to talk to you about the possibilities of being in ministry with us or one of the other Lutheran camps uh, this summer. And uh, we're not here just for ourselves. We, uh, we find that if we can get people lined up with the right place, we're the right place for some people but not for everybody, uh, we all win out of that. That ministry continues to uh, grow in, in every place that it can because uh, people are out there doing it and you guys are part of that. Now, outdoor ministry is as, as, as biblical as it comes. If you think about how Jesus did his ministry, uh, it was all in the outdoors. He's walking down roads on mountainsides, sides at seashores. And uh, this is where he did his best work. Uh, Jesus also used a lot of stories and parables, and we do the same in outdoor ministry. There's a story I'd like to share with you today. Now, this is a story that's told by Robert Fulgham. You may know him as the author of Everything I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. At the last session on the last morning of a two-week seminar on Greek culture, Alexander Papadaris rose from his chair in the back of the room and walked to the front, where he stood in the bright Greek sunlight of an open window and looked out. He turned and made the ritual gesture. Are there any questions? Well, silence quilted the room. These two weeks had generated enough questions for a lifetime, but for now, there was only silence. No questions? Papadaris swept the room with his eyes. So I asked, Dr. Papadaris, what is the meaning of life? Well, the usual laughter followed and people stirred to go. Papadaris held up his hand, stilled the room, and looked at me for a long time, asking with his eyes if I was serious and seeing from my eyes that I was. I will answer your question. Taking his wallet out of his hip pocket, he fished into his leather billfold and brought out a very small round mirror about the size of a quarter. And what he said went something like this. When I was a small child during the war, we were very poor and lived in a very remote village. One day on the road, I found broken pieces of a mirror. A German motorcycle had been wrecked in that place. I tried to find all the pieces and put them together, but it was not possible. So I kept the largest piece, this one. By scratching it on a stone, I made it round. I began to play with it as a toy and became fascinated by the fact that I could reflect light into dark places where the sun would never shine, in deep holes and crevices and dark closets. It became a game for me to get light in the most inaccessible places I could find. Well, I kept the little mirror, and as I went about my growing up, I would take it out in idle moments and continue the challenge of the game. As I became a man, I grew to understand that this was not just a child's game, but rather a metaphor for what I might do with my life. I came to understand that I am not the light or the source of the light, but light is there and it will only shine in dark places if I reflect it. I am a fragment of a mirror whose whole design and shape I do not know. Nevertheless, with what I have, I can reflect light into the dark places in this world, into black places in the hearts of men, and change some things in some people. Perhaps others may see this 
and do likewise. This is what I am about. This is the meaning of life. And he then took his small mirror and holding it carefully, caught the bright rays of daylight streaming through the window and reflected them onto my face and onto my hands folded on the desk. Well, the first time I heard this story, it had a huge impact on me. I realized, of course, that Robert Fulgham was an excellent storyteller and also a great philosopher and teacher. The light he talks about is truth and knowledge, but as I hear the story, I understand this light to be something even more vital, more important for our lives. I understand that light to be the love of God that has been shown to us through Jesus Christ. And with this analogy in mind, I can't help but see the mirror as a metaphor for our lives as Christians. Daily, we have the opportunity to reflect God's light into the many places that have never been exposed to that light. I think too often in our humanness, we limit God by, our, by underestimating what God can do through us as the hands and feet of Christ on earth. I think we ask ourselves the question, how can God do anything with this? And instead of taking the initiative to act, we sit on the sidelines and watch the world pass us by. Well, each summer as director at Rainbow Trail, I have the opportunity to see a group of people that have stepped out and have at least begun to understand a little bit more of how they reflect that light in the world. Being on a summer camp staff at one of our Lutheran camps is an amazing, life-changing experience. The staffs are, are the strength of what these ministries are about. They're chosen with great care, each bringing their own strengths and skills, but each bringing their own weaknesses and limitations, each coming with a passion to serve people and with a passion to tell the good news, a passion to reflect the light. Power of this type of, of faith community is that we live faith 24 hours a day. You will become excellent Christian role models for kids. And it is in your witness that you open the door for conversation of how faith becomes integral to life, not at camp, but once they go home. And it's under your leadership that campers experience faith as a way of life, if only for a week. But I truly believe that kids get a glimpse of the kingdom during their time with you. Even in the imperfections of our human relationships, it's how we deal with those imperfections that give campers a different view of how the world can be. Outdoor ministry's main purpose is to equip those that come to our sites to share the good news and be Christ's light in the world. Outdoor ministry provides a place where Jesus is talked about in normal conversation and that faith is central. And it's under your leadership that campers will experience new leadership opportunities, gift discovery, and maybe even that first sense of a call to a lifetime of ministry. And as you encounter each camper, we hope that you have helped us equip them to be stronger Christians in the world, be more active leaders in their congregations, and view their life as a calling to serve Christ in the world. Now, the cool part of this is that through all of this, through all these experiences, you would be transformed as well. By giving of yourself and reflecting the light of Christ, you'll gain a new understanding of what you have to offer the world. 
You will more fully know your gifts and be more clear in how God can use them. You will have experienced full-time ministry for three months, the good and the bad, and may even get your own sense of your first calling to a lifetime of ministry. In the economic downturn that is in front of us, it's, it's on everybody's hearts and on everybody's minds. People are losing jobs, the stock market is cratering, and the outlook for the future doesn't look much brighter. Now, we have a choice. We can sit on the sideline and wallow in what we see as the darkness of life. Or we can be faithful, put our trust in God, and respond boldly to God's calling. We are all called to continually shine the light into dark places, sharing our faith with people who may have doubts, who may have fears, who may live in a gray and hopeless world. And it is through your witness that Christ reveals himself to some people for the very first time. And their lives will never be the same. Each of us is a fragment of a mirror and has the ability to reflect the light. We are part of the bigger body of Christ and daily have that opportunity to reflect Jesus Christ to the world around us. At work, at school, at home, with friends, and even with strangers. You see... Even the tiniest speck of a mirror reflects light. Let me tell you how I know. It wasn't too many years ago that the father of one of our campers called us. His daughter had attended our intro to camp, which is a camp for those entering second and third grade, our youngest campers that we serve. As he, I got on the phone, the first words out of his mouth were, thank you, and he continued his story. He said, thanks for what you have taught my daughter. You see, she came home from camp, and as we sat down at our first meal together, I I proceeded to fill my plate and began to eat. And my daughter stopped me and said, Dad, aren't we going to thank God for this meal? He said, I was a little taken back. I laid my fork down. And for for the first time in a long time, we, we prayed together at a meal. But he said, you know, it didn't stop there. It was from that experience that our family began to do morning devotions before we send everybody off to school and work. And he said, you know, it didn't stop there either. I sat down with my wife after that, and we talked about whether it made sense for us to get back involved in our congregation again, that we had kind of fallen off to the side. And we did. You see... Even the tiniest speck can reflect the light. I want to leave with you this morning the scripture that we began with, the passage that is so familiar to us as Lutherans because it's read whenever a child is baptized. To me, it is a reminder for all of us that we have a calling to shine the love of Christ into the world, to spread his good news, and to be bold in our witness for Christ. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under a bushel basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to God in heaven. Amen.